and as his. We have so much. He has so much for us to do for him. So let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you that you have chosen us to do your work, that we are that special to you, that you're entrusting us to prepare the way for you. Teach us. Just be here and teach us. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So I want to read to you James 2.16. For wherever there is jealousy, envy, contention, self-ambition, there will also be confusion, unrest, disharmony, rebellion, and all sorts of evil, vile practices. Jesus said to me um, this morning, he said, where there is confusion, where there is an evil work, if you are not hearing him, but you're seeking an answer of sorts from him, there is an evil work in your heart. If you are not seeing him in your life, there is an evil work in your heart. So immorality is an evil work. Um, Maybe not having anything to do with um, what you're thinking what what makes sense to you, but God sees it. And when we have immorality in our life, we're, we're separate from him. And so there's an evil work happening. There's sin abounding. And God isn't in that. If you're, if you're um, just on your own seeking him and you're following him, of course... He's going to tell you, um, if you have an evil work in your heart, he's going to correct you, and you're going to get a fix because that's just what you and he do. He corrects those he loves. But if there's all this confusion going on in your life, um, if, if there's disharmony and jealousy and just all this commotion going on in your life, it, and, it, and it's all the time. It's because you have an evil work in your heart. If it's happening in your home, you have the, the sense of the enemy roaming throughout your home. And you need to put a stop to it. You need to stop it by seeking morality and excellence. Seeking God's way, resisting the enemy, taking your authority over him by submitting to God. And then you're, you're clearly going to hear him. He's clear, clearly going to give you direction. But if you're not listening, if you're not listening to him, then you've blocked him. And on that day, you may even be calling him Lord and and not understanding all this chaos in your life, in your house, not understanding why you don't have peace and harmony, uh, the thing that, that you want and you long for, and you're calling him Lord, and it's not working, and then you just naturally end up seeking another way and taking care of things yourself, maybe getting a counselor, um, paying someone to try to figure out what's happening. And 
He said, not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. And that's that's the key right there. If you're doing his will, you're not going to have that chaos. You're not going to have disharmony. You're going to have peace. You're going to have joy. You're going to have contentment. There's not going to be that evil work in your heart and in your family and in your surroundings or in the midst of your church. It also gets in the church. If we're not doing the will of the Father, and what did he say next? Many are going to say, but Lord, I did this in your name. I did that in your name. But he's going to say, I didn't know you because you practiced lawlessness. I mean, there's jealousy. There's disharmony. There, there's distrust. There's evil work even in the church. And so this starts at home where you've got to get it right. Jesus gave his life so God's spirit could live on the inside of you. So you can go to him and say, what's going on? Why, why is all this happening? And he's going to say, you allowed the enemy to overtake. He's in your home. You need to get him out by submitting to me, by making your, your home a home of excellence of the word. Practicing the word. What do you think is going to happen when we move into heaven? It's going to be that that love, excellence, an excellence of character, being recreated in His likeness. Is is the thing that that we're doing here on the earth, and so we have to be willing to have that correction. the The reason the world is in such a mess is because the enemy is running running it. Who's running your home? God or the enemy? Who, who's in your heart? God or the enemy? We have to submit to him in his way if we're choosing him. It's not that on that day he does any, meeny, miny, mo and chooses who he wants, his favorites. It's those who have that, that thing about them, that excellence about them, that they want to do the will of the Father. They want to have his character. They want to be recreated in his likeness. They want to be a part of his life and prepare the way for him. And so if the enemy is roaming around your house, if he's taken over, um, I looked up confusion just to get a clear idea. And it said instability, disorder, disturbance, commotion. And so God said that any evil work operating in your life means Satan is a ruler of it. And he brings that disorder, that hatred, that jealousy, the timlet with him. And so we have to dissolve that. It's saying to us today the confusion and the, the, the disharmony, the sin is causing that confusion we have going on in the world. It's causing that chaos. And he is asking us to get it right, to change the world, to be his disciple, to get rid of Satan at home, get him out. 
practice godly living. And then he wants to send us out to affect them, to love them with this peace and contentment and joy that comes from him. He said in verse 17, the wisdom from above is, first of all, pure, undefiled. It's peace-loving, courteous, considerate, gentle. It's willing to yield to reason, full of compassion, and good fruits. It's, it's wholehearted and straightforward, impartial, free of doubts and wavering and insincerity. And so that's how we should look. Not like them. And bring forth a difference in his love and our actions. Bring forth a difference even when you walk into a church that is hindered by the enemy. Show love. Everywhere we go. And many are going to receive that love. When we walk in the love of Jesus, then we're going to show that love. And yeah, many are still going to take the side of the enemy, but our job is to go. How long? Jesus said, until the earth is desolate. But we're not to be a part of the confusion, a part of what, what's happening in the world. We're to be pulled from that. Not getting involved, not, not, not um, getting involved in the hate of it, but shining our light, showing the difference the peace and the contentment and the joy that we have by that excellence, that that godly living excellence and morality that we live is going to show. And we're going to make a difference. That's the word I have for you today. He wants us to make a difference, get rid of the confusion, get rid of the evil. Go to him and say, where is the sin in my life because I have all this chaos going on in my house, in my family. Where is the sin? Show it to me and he will show you. He corrects you because he loves you, Revelation 3.19. He corrects those that he loves. But you have to be teachable. You have to be willing to go to him and ask. Ask to be corrected. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open to you. Sincerely want him and he will show you. But if you keep rejecting him and saying no to him by not giving him that time, not looking at his word, not being involved in his life, then on that day, as you're rejecting him now, he's going to have to reject you if he doesn't want to. Just because you call him Lord doesn't make you right with him. Many people call him Lord and never open the book, have no idea what he said or what he's thinking now even, or what he thinks of them. we got to know what he's thinking of us. That's how we get corrected. So, Revelation 3.20, he said he's knocking at the door of your heart, and if 
you would heed his voice. He's going to come and live on the inside of you. And he's going to show you these truths. He's going to empower you to reject sin. He's going to help you get that iniquity out of your life. If Jesus lives on the inside of you, you're not going to even want to sin. You're not going to think about sinning. You're going to run from sin. Because um, I was just thinking in John 10.10, my sheep know my voice. Not John 10.10, but John 10. My sheep know my voice. And they run from the voice of the stranger. You're not going to want to sin. You're going to want to run from him. Because when you get a taste of Jesus and his goodness, his kindness, his love, his peace, his joy, his contentment, that's where you want to stay securely in his arms. Run from the enemy by submitting to God. And then he's the one who's going to take off because he's going to see that holiness in you. Submit to God, resist the enemy, and he will flee because he doesn't want to be around Jesus. Yeah. So if, if you heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you, and the enemy is going to move out. And then the key is to keep him there. Not to be fooled or tricked. Because he does come dressed as an angel of light. He wants to trick you. He wants to get you involved in the confusion and the chaos and every evil work. In this time, you can see him working so hard. He's just tearing families apart. He's doing everything he can to still kill and destroy. John 10, 10. Let's pray. Jesus, we submit to you. Come and live on the inside of us. We're going to do your will, not our own. Not the will of the enemy, but yours. With your help, of course. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. John 1.1 In the beginning is the word, and the word is God. It's when you look at the word. You're going to know what Jesus is saying and thinking, and then you want to make that your foundation, building your life on his foundation. And he has a word for us. Let's see what that is, Jesus. He's saying the time is short. There's not much time to get ready with all the evil in the world. You need to pull away and get quiet with me. Not have things pulling at you left and right, but put those things aside until you're done being filled with truth, knowledge, peace, joy, and contentment until you're ready. And then I will send you out to the highways and the byways to prepare the way for me saith the Lord. That is the objective. He wants to grow you up and send you out because he's coming. And there's so much work to do. And he he has an allotted time. And um, when that time is up, it's too late. He's giving us plenty of time to prepare. So get ready, Jesus. It's coming. <laughs>